Hello, and welcome to Stuck in Line, a podcast where I share with my friends and family the kind of fun facts, stories, and history that I would talk about if we were stuck in line at a theme park together. My name is Julia Warner, and I will be your host and spooky nebula ghost during today's episode, where I talk to my sister, Grace, and my mom about Space Mountain's identity crisis. Over the years, Disney has decorated its most iconic coaster with many different overlays in an attempt to fill the lifeless void of space. Some were cool, some were weird, some were highly underwhelming, but all of them are certainly worth discussing. So, if you're ready to join me, let's hop in line. Hello, and welcome to the podcast my mother, and my sister, Grace. Say hello, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yes, thank you, Grace, for being on the podcast today. Um, so today, we are going to be talking about Space Mountain and its identity crisis. Oh, God. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know this because we've never ridden it when it's had an overlay, but there have been, throughout the years, several overlays that they've added to Space Mountain to make it different like seasonal overlays, like we're going to get into it, but there was one for Christmas, there was one for Halloween, there was some other ones that are a bit more interesting and less obvious than those. But Wait, how have we possibly missed overlays? We go so often. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask a question, um, what's an overlay? Okay, so an overlay basically is like they put something over the top of the ride, like oh, they don't change the ride, okay. like... They don't change the track, but uh-huh. they add lights or change the projections okay. specifically for okay. Space Mountain. Cause it I has feel it. like it may have been there, we just didn't notice. We, You would notice some of these overlays. Uh, you would notice. Well, I'm just saying, like, we get ri- it's a, an immersive experience. Like, you could miss it, maybe. I don't think you would miss. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, so... We have really only ever ridden the one at Walt Disney World because that's the theme park we went to yes. a lot growing up, and that's the one that they've actually added the least overlays to. Oh. Here's here's a pop quiz. Do you guys know how many space mountains exist in the world? Three. Seven. Mom. Okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly so wrong. in the middle. There are five space mountains in the oh. world. There's the one at Disney World, the one at Disneyland in California, there's one at Disneyland Paris, Paris yeah. one at Hong Kong, Disneyland. And one at Tokyo Disneyland. Wait, so there's one at every Disney, basically. I think there's one that doesn't have it. I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we've only been to Disney World. Or Disney. I only know the parks that have right. one. But it was okay. very popular. Here's another pop quiz. Do you okay. know where the first Space Mountain was built? Disney World. Disneyland. Disney World got the first Space Aha. Mountain. It was actually, so, and and the Disney World one is the only one that has the bobsled type roller coaster Mm -hmm. car where it's like um, one person per row. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, like that because it's based off of the Matterhorn, which is the ride at Disneyland that's like a big snowy mountain. And it's got the bobsled like that. And they were like, oh, we need a bobsled roller coaster ride at Disney World. the bobsled makes more sense for the snowy mountain than going into (laughs) space because that there's no bobsleds in space. How do you know that? Well, personally, I've never been to space, but um, the bobsleds are usually associated with snowy weather, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the Disney World one is unique that it's the only space mountain that exists that has the bobsled uh, mm-hmm. car format. 
And the other one that's different is the one in Disneyland Paris because the outside of it looks really cool. It's like very colorful and the launch like the hill that you go up to start the ride is actually on the outside of like that iconic space mountain dome thing and it's very cool it's like got a completely different aesthetic like all the other ones look very similar but Mm -hmm. the first one that they ever changed the inside of is the one at disneyland and they did this in 2007 so the idea came uh from grad nights which is a thing they do at disneyland and disney world and they do it at other theme parks too like Mm -hmm. universal and stuff but the first Space Mountain overlay was developed for grad nights at Disneyland, but then it actually turned out they used it for a year of a million dreams. Right. And I think if you had a million guesses, you could not guess what theme they put on oh, this no. ride. <laughs> oh, boy. So clearly, the most obvious choice for a Space Mountain overlay is to theme it to a Red Hot Chili Peppers rock concert oh. in space. A Red Hot Chili Peppers rock concert. So, wait, yes. what, you're right. That makes perfect sense. What year was this? This was 2007. So, it, I mean, if it was at the peak of Red Hot Chili Pepper fame. I mean, I guess it makes did, sense. Did they perform at the grad night or was there some other connection? They just randomly like, chose Red Hot well, Chili Peppers. I think it's what the teens wanted. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that Disney has kind of an identity crisis when it comes to teenagers. Yeah. Because it's very marketable to the family and to kids. But then they're like, what should we do with these pesky teens? Red Hot Chili Peppers. What are the teens like? Is often the answer that we come to, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess it makes more sense when you say it like that. Yeah. But this one didn't last very long. It was kind of like their first little experiment. Like, oh, are people going to like this? Can we do it? It lasted from January 4th to April 26th. So only a few months. Okay. And they added like a little as the ride's getting started. There's like a radio announcer like welcoming you to the concert in space. <gasps> Wait, that is so cool. And they added like uh, audience cheering noises that are playing. And then of course, while you're riding it, there's like Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's the the song they play is called Higher Ground, and it's actually a cover of a Stevie Wonder song. So I don't know. It's strange. Honestly, I wish they would have kept it. Yeah, I mean, obviously I would have liked to ride this. It sounds cool. And they added a bunch of lights and they had like um, the concert, uh, like metal lighting trusses and it's like concert stage lights like flashing at you. Okay, that sounds cool. I mean, it sounds kind of radical. It's basically a second rock and roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know why they (laughs) put it on the (laughs) spaceship ride. I mean... It's cool, but I mean, I whenever I was writing it, I always thought felt like something was missing, and it was Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> music. So <laughs> I'm gonna disagree. I am so into the space theme and the music. And yeah, the- I don't know. I always thought like, why aren't the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing? <laughs> that was always my thought. On that. You you were a, a big Red Hot Chili yeah. Pepper fan even at five years old. Yeah, in 2007. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that uh, overlay was called Rockin' Space Mountain, and it was the very yeah, first. Yeah, it was like rock and roller coaster. The <laughs> sly dogs. So they were like, okay, uh, the teens seem to like this. We're going to try it again. We're going to change it up. Space Mountain, I think, is actually pretty bland. I mean, it's... <gasps> well, Julia, how could you? <laughs> it's cool, but, like, compared to other rides, I like... mean, it is dark. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, it's kind of like, you, like, 
launch into the darkness of space of space and it's yeah like it makes sense but compared to like let's say rock and roller coaster like you go through a donut and stuff yeah that that's better there's kind of like a void waiting to be filled Mm -hmm. when it comes to space mountain which is the point it's the void of Mm -hmm. space but so if the first one was red hot chili peppers did did they improve upon that for their next overlay i'm thinking it can only get better from here well, uh, you think wrong, because the next, <laughs> the next one was pretty universally, people were like, this one kind of sucks. Um, it was called Ooh. Space Mountain Nightmare Nebula, Ooh. which is a cool name. They had this one for Halloween. It was Halloween 2007, again okay. in Disneyland. So okay. the same year as the Red Hot wow. Chili Peppers. So you're like, okay, they're doing a special Halloween Space yeah. Mountain. It's going to be great, right? Wrong. All they did was turn off all the lights. And play Halloween music. <laughs> so, like, it was the same ride, but with Halloween music? And yes. those stars or lights or planets I mean, like, how, by. like, obviously anything that followed up the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> was going to be bad, but, like, that's just lazy. I'm going to call it budget conscious. <laughs> that, yeah, I would I agree. Mean, <laughs> it was the same year, I get it, but, like... I feel like the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy got a promotion, and the <laughs> the, and the Nightmare Nebula, Nebula guy. guy like got fired. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it wasn't the biggest hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the same year, two thousand seven, oh halfway across the globe in Hong Kong, they were making money moves. They made the one that I think is probably the coolest. That Ooh. I mean, well, maybe besides Star Wars, but we're not there yet. So Hong Kong made a Halloween-themed Space Mountain overlay called Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. And this one was really cool because they also, it was all projections, and they did projections on the outside and the inside. So one thing that I'm going to explain to you guys is, like, there are some projections in the Disney World one that we're familiar with, but the other ones have, like, a lot more screens, and there are, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of screens closer to the track. Like, the one in Disney World only has projections really like on the inside of the dome Mm -hmm. but all the other space mountains (laughs) have it like the tunnel leading up is like projection walls so they can really do a lot of cool stuff with a lot more space to work with whereas the disney world one which hasn't gotten overlaid as much like they're much more limited in what they Mm -hmm. can do and one thing i will say about ghost galaxy this hong kong one is that it's actually scary (laughs) they project these horrifying nebula ghosts and i actually have some pictures to show you because i couldn't believe that they would do something this scary like this is what they look like wow and they're like popping out at you and like there's this this is a promotional image these are just like imagine a nebula in space like you know picture the milky way galaxy or something but like it looks like a spooky scary ghost face and it kind of looks veiny and they're blood red and it's very very like, demonic. They're not even hot. Like, it's like Lord of the Rings scary. <laughs> it's like they're not even hot. Like they're just ugly and scary. So, but, like Space Mountain is a favorite children's ride. Exactly. That is much too frightening but, for yeah. fans. I will say, if they promise a Halloween themed ride, mm-hmm. I'm wanting to pee my pants. <laughs> So that's a lot better than just playing a little, ooh, spooky music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is, like, very scary for Disney, and the mm-hmm. nebula ghosts are, like, swiping at the roller coaster and, like, wow. trying to get you, and it's a lot scarier than I ever thought it would be. 
And then on the outside of the dome, there were several different projections that they would cycle through. Like they would project onto the outside of the Space Mountain Dome, like that it was cracking and falling apart or like an alien arm trying to push mm. out of it. And Well, that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds really cool for like, that's what they should have done for the teens. <laughs> yeah. The teens loved it. I the bet. teens would have loved that. A five-year-old, not so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And the music was very spooky, and so I've never been on this, um, obviously, and so I had to watch a bunch of, like, ride-throughs to, like, mm-hmm. learn more, because I wanted to learn more about this. And one thing that is not fun is watching ride-throughs of Space Mountain, because it is mostly dark. <laughs> Especially Nightmare Nebula, where the lights are off. A lot of the videos that exist of that are audio only, because they're like, why am I even going to show just a dark screen with, like, random screaming, mm-hmm. you know? But it's just really cool, and Disney took notice, and so uh, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy ran in Hong Kong Disneyland during Halloween times from 2007 to 2013, oh, wow. and in Disneyland from 2009 to 2018. Wow. Oh, that's it so a long time. Yeah. yeah, they loved it so much they brought it back, because it, it's really cool, despite being scary. Yeah, so why did they stop it? I, I don't know. I couldn't find out why. I, I think they just... A budget reasons did or... a new overlay replace it or just maybe it was because um like at first it was scary but then people got used to it and so mm-hmm. they're like oh this isn't scary anymore yeah i mean they're always trying to freshen yeah. things up and like be innovative like or whatever problem <laughs> yeah well and actually part of the reason that uh they might have stopped doing this is because the next overlay is tied to some major intellectual property. I've already mentioned it a couple times, but now it's time to talk about... <laughs> Sorry. Hyperspace Mountain is the official name for the Star Wars overlay of Space Mountain that is so popular that, as of recording this in 2020, it has become the permanent version of Space Mountain that exists in both Paris and Hong Kong. Oh. So it's just Star Wars all the time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would make more sense. Yeah. Because, like, Space Mountain kind of exists, like, as, like, why does it exist? But (laughs) is that how you feel about any attraction that's not tied to some form? A little bit. Because, um, like... It would make more sense for it to be Star Wars themed than just, oh, space vacation. Yeah, and it does sound really cool, but there's a lot of people, like a lot of theme park diehards especially, miss like when the older attractions that were original concepts like get bulldozed over with Uh, intellectual property. Like, remember when they made Maelstrom uh, Frozen? (laughs) Don't remind me. (laughs) You know, this isn't as bad because the essence of the ride is still the same. Like, it's Mm -hmm. still a fun space adventure. But, you know, it's a little sad. I understand. Yeah. So what is the Star Wars overlay like? Is it the Death Star and lightsabers? (laughs) Or what do you get to see? Uh, No. So it's a space battle that is happening in front of you. And it's very cool. The sa- so they've changed everything starting from the queue. All the safety videos are now Star Wars themed. They're saying fun Star Wars wow. words. Okay. There are pictures of X-Wings and TIE Fighters as yes. you're walking in to get you hyped up. Uh, and Admiral Akbar gives the command to launch like for the coaster like mm-hmm. when it's going up. And 
Um, they actually made new special arrangements of the Star Wars themes that play when you're riding the ride. And oh, I like pro- that. Yeah, it's really cool. And there are projections of X-Wings and TIE Fighters fighting, and the climax happens when they destroy a Star Destroyer, which is the big triangle-shaped mm-hmm. ships. And so it's making use of those projection screens again. Instead of spooky ghosts, it's all Star Wars ships, and they're fighting. And you can hear, like, the radio, like, the cute little Star Wars, um, like, the X-Wings going, like, this is blue leader, this is gold leader, you know, the stuff like that. That is so cool. Yeah, and it's like you're part of it. And of course, because this is how everything is nowadays, this is a canon battle that fits into the Star Wars universe timeline. Of course. (laughs) It is the Battle of Jakku, which, if you'll remember, Mm -hmm. is Rey's home planet from the sequel trilogy. Um, And I read up on this a little bit. It's the canonical end to the Galactic Civil War and the Empire. I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. So since this battle is canon, does that mean that you're, like, kind of, there's, like, a time loop that, like, each person goes through to get to the battle and it just keeps repeating itself? Or is there just a hundred, like, a billion, million different bad <laughs> battles of this battle that people live through i don't think like your presence at the battle is canon i think it's just so, a depiction so of a you're canon like, event or is it like a civil war reenactment <laughs> type deal oh my gosh <laughs> oh i don't know do do the um cast members who man the ride have special costumes to go along with the theme? Does the overlay reach that far? I imagine they do. I mean, how could they not? They probably get to do the fun thing that they do at Galaxy's Edge where they, like, pick a, a Star Wars planet to put as their hometown on their name okay. tag instead of, you know? <laughs> it would be so funny if they were just, like, in regular, like, pilot uniforms. Like, <laughs> what, like an airline like, pilot? Yeah, like, if the whole ride was Star Wars, but then they're, like, in, like, Southwest, like, Southwest, Southwest Airlines. Airlines. <laughs> and but, everyone would be like, oh, like, Southwest Airlines? And they'd be like, yeah, like, right this way. <laughs> but they could have like full character makeup. They could be, you know, oh. huts and Jawas and no, I don't <laughs> think work for Southwest. <laughs> that, would that would be, be so that funny. would be incredible. <laughs> and they're like right this way to the time loop that takes you back to the battle. You're, wow. you're pretty invested in the time loop. Well, right? I just like, <laughs> is it like a civil war reenactment that they do like every single ride through? Is it the, a battle every single ride through, that's a lot of, like, battles that never end. Or well, is it like you kind of go through this little time loop that takes you to the battle? I think it's like every time you watch a Star Wars movie, that's not a time loop where those events are happening. Yeah, but, like, in the ride, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet at George Lucas and ask You should him. ask him about it because I'm I don't think he's involved curious. in it. <laughs> So that one, like I said, Disneyland Paris 2017 to present, Hong Kong Disneyland 2016 to present, and it was at California Disneyland uh, from 2015 to 2017. In 2015, that's the reason that they uh, introduced this overlay Mm. was because the new sequel trilogy was coming out, so they wanted to make it special. And um, it ended in 2017 in California, and then they've brought it back every year since on what day of the year? May 4th. May the 4th. Yes, that's right. 
And then they brought it back. It had a little bit of an extended run for the opening of Galaxy's Edge because mm. Space Mountain and Galaxy's Edge are actually in the same park in Disneyland. Oh, oh okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. That would be kind of confusing because you're like, oh, time for a space battle, but it's not in Galaxy's Edge. It's in Space Mountain Land. I mean, that's kind of how Star Tours is now. Yeah, like I it's guess just you're sitting right. right outside. It's just like, why is it on the oh, outside? Stars Tours is not in. No, I don't know. Star Tours is not. In, it's right next to, to it, it, but but it's interesting. Like not, it's not part fit. of it. Yeah. But hmm. so after that, really great, you know, overlay so beloved that they made it permanent in two mm-hmm. of their major theme parks. You can you can guess they came up with some pretty great stuff next, right? Probably. Well, I mean, <laughs> it kind of like peaked. At Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> it peaked with the first one. And then, yeah. And then it went downhill. And then it peaked again with Star Wars. So I'm kind of sensing a trend here. So this next overlay was another Halloween one. And this one they actually did in Disney World mm-hmm. 2018 and 2019. It's called Deep Space Mountain. And remember that overlay they did for Halloween where they just turned the lights off and everyone said it was lame? Ooh, they did that. They did that again. (laughs) Did they at least play music with it or it was just completely dark? I always play, it's like scary rock music. That would be so, oh my gosh, imagine if they just turned off the lights and there was no music. That would actually be scary. It would be, I agree. And just like the sounds of screams and roller coaster coaster noises. Yeah, that would be like deep space. Yeah, like, and then they could be like in space. No one no can one hear can you scream, scream. <laughs> except we can. Except for the family on the on the right. ride. Yeah. <laughs> now so. I remember one time they were fixing Space Mountain, and we were on the People Mover. And as it went by, you could look down into Space Mountain. And I don't know mm-hmm. why they hadn't papered the windows, but we were able to look down and see what the yeah. ride frame looked like with the lights on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Looks like a roller coaster. Yeah, it it looks a lot less majestic with the lights on. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's one thing. Like, I think that, like, the um, darkness is a detriment, but also, like... um, The the darkness is what makes it special. Yeah, exactly. Like, it... But it also prevents it from adding stuff that they could. Yeah, darkness is better than, like, an outdoor roller coaster where you can just see other roller Mm -hmm. coasters and other things, but... It also, like, then the the nothingness, the pure right. darkness is just like, well, now there's nothing to look right. at. It's like a strength mm. and a weakness is mm-hmm. what. I'm going to propose an overlay where they just keep the lights on, but they have people in hard hats and stuff down below <laughs> yelling, oh no, it's cracking. <laughs> I think that would be really funny. That would be a good Halloween <laughs> like, one. Everyone lean to the left. <laughs> and, like, one out, like, they give you, like, little cards when you're walking through, and oh. If you get the red card, you gotta put on a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then and then you don't know what happens. <laughs> Are you even riding space on at that I point? Don't you don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I I just thought it was interesting that they turned all the lights off in Space Mountain, people said that's lame, and then ten years later they do it again. Right. People are like, Well, this is you still think kind of they lame. Would, it's like the return of the 
the first person who suggested it, their child, has now <laughs> infiltrated the company and is doing, finishing what their parents have started. So, wow. so you're proposing their family legacy is to ruin Space Mountain? <laughs> no, like, they think it'll make it great. Yeah, like, this is the uh, most, most pure, pure version. version of space. Yeah. So, like, at their house, bedtime stories yeah. were once upon a time. time. All the lights were off at yeah. Space Mountain. <laughs> like, and they're, like, back for revenge almost and to prove. Revenge? What did what did Disney do to this family? Well, they fired the, the They fired the person. person. Oh. And I mean, and then, I, that's, I don't know if that's and true. And then they, they sired a child <laughs> in order to oh go God. back for that sole purpose to go back and make it dark again. <laughs> There's something a little off with your ten year time frame. I know, then. <laughs> but like here's the thing, like when you have space disease like this family you age faster. So. Oh, I see. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the last overlay that I'm gonna talk about, the one that happened the most recently, is very simple. The Space Mountain holiday overlay. This one also happened at Disney World. And it was just very simple, but so I was expecting like Christmas lights. When you think of Christmas lights, of something very specific pops into your head. Yeah. But the Christmas lights that they put on Space Mountain Holiday Edition are like Christmas strobe lights. Like it reminded oh. it reminded me more of the Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah, one. Yeah, so it's kind of like rave. <laughs> yeah, and they're Christmas playing Christmas rave, Christmas rock music, not like EDM or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and they made like um so this one's at disney world so like that tunnel that you're going through in the very beginning mm-hmm. it pulses red and green instead okay. of blue i thought that, that was very cool i could get cool. that it's very festive but i i, I have written down I, I took notes while i was watching the video very intense the yeah. lights were like crazy christmas overload strobing yeah. red green and blue Christmas rock music playing. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing some like lawsuits, like of people that like had strokes from the strobe lights. I'm sure they were safe, and I feel like there's got to be warnings on the signs, right. like you know. I'm kind of disappointed in this. I I actually, when you said it was a holiday overlay, I was picturing sort of like the light display that used to be at Hollywood Studios has been moved yeah. right into oh, Space Mountain, and that it's would like be the cool. Osborne family spectacle of lights. Yeah, it's like. Like I said, but more- in this one, you're kind of like going through the Christmas pipes and it spits you out in the rave. <laughs> <laughs> it's rock music. It's not a rave. <laughs> it's a rock music rave. Julia. <laughs> so that was this year? That was 2019. 2019. I, I don't think they did anything for 2020. I can't imagine yeah. why. But <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that it's good for them to want to be creative and stuff with Space Mountain, (laughs) especially since it is such a blank canvas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I feel like the only good one was the Star Wars one and the Red Hot Chili Peppers one. You were... I was actually really a fan of Ghost Galaxy. Mm. And I think the ones that they've done at the Space Mountains other than Disney World, where they have all the projection screens available to them, Mm -hmm. can be cooler and can add more than strobe lights or turning the lights mm-hmm. off. Yeah, that's fair. So I'll, I'll ask, which one do you want to ride the most? Oh, but, Star Wars for sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I feel like, like, I do, I'm so interested in the Red Hot Chili Peppers one. <laughs> well, I think that's the one out of all of these that they're never going to bring back. <laughs> 
And so, yeah, if I had the chance to, I could go ride a Star Wars one any day. Mm-hmm. I can't get the Red Hot Chilies mm-hmm. to play during my space travels anymore. So I would, I would choose that one. Yeah. I think, yeah, Star Wars is the best, but I don't know if I would choose... I know I was trash-talking Space Mountain earlier, but I don't know if I would choose any of these over Vanilla Space Mountain. Ooh. I, I feel like I only am so interested in these other ones because I'm comforted by the fact that somewhere out there in the world is a regular Space, Space Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it really brings back, like, nostalgia for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the original version. And I do agree with the fact that Sometimes it's nice to tie rides in to characters and stuff because it makes more sense. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, like, why is this here? Oh, it's character themed. But um, I do think that there is the air of nostalgia that comes with the older rides that right. can't, that's kind of ruined when you update it too much. I was just wondering, am I the same age as Space Mountain? Do you know what year it opened? It actually opened in 1975, so you're older than Space Mountain. (laughs) Space Mountain's just a tot to me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all I have for you today. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. It was fun. Oh, anytime. Thank you. (laughs)